Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. It's Wednesday, which means it's time for your listener questions. Pam and Ricky are here with me as we tackle some fun Disney topics. We get a couple of great questions about the order to attack those Genie Plus and Lightning Lane and individual Lightning Lane reservations. Should you go after Rise first? What about if you want to go on Slinky Dog first? We have the the order of operations, it's just like sixth grade math, but a lot more fun on today's show. We also get questions about seeing the fireworks over the President's Day weekend, especially for a guest who's from the UK. They don't know what President's Weekend's all about, but we fill them in and we have other great questions to entertain you and also inform you here on your Wednesday. Don't forget today's show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now. To help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip, they're right there for you right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's one extra click that supports everything we do here on the show. Use it as often as you can. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible, and our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,231 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week and thanks so much as always for joining us here on the show. Of course, it is Wednesday, so that means it is time to answer your listener questions. That's why we're here kicking off the month of February. Can't believe it. We're having a good time today. So joining us from the mouseforless.com, we have Ricky. Ricky, happy February. Uh, I'm not ready for the month of February. That means I have a baby next month. So <laughs> I'm not ready for February yet. <laughs> uh, it's uh, You're uh, past the point of no return at this point. I, I think. mean, I've been past the point of no return. <laughs> <laughs> no turning back now. Nope. So yeah, uh, I mean, that I'm, I'm at the point of panic time. I mean, I was at panic time before, but like now I'm really at panic time. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to handle this. I'm just, just throw that out there. Good luck, bro. (laughs) (laughs) One of our famous lines from years and years ago, and it's going to be very apropos, uh, very soon. Yes, it is. We're, we're so good to each other. We are. We are. And yeah. by the way, you just reminded me, uh, shout out. We got to get our Is This Romantic plug in because that show is coming yes. up right away. So please let us know on the social media. Hashtag Is This Romantic 2023. Give us some suggestions. You know what? We have new, you know, we have new experiences, right? We have Tron. We you know, is something romantic going on over there. You know, what about Mickey oh. and Minnie's Runaway Railway? We got oh, some wow. AstroTurf at Disneyland. I don't know, yes. you know. You Maybe. know, dinner and dinner and a you know light cycle. I I don't know. You know, ask and we will we will rate everything on is this romantic twenty twenty three. 
with somebody who's always romantic. She's got the, the most awesome husband in the world. They're the greatest couple ever. Pam Forrester, co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel. Best Happy husband Wednesday. ever! What's up, Pam? Wow. Yeah, Steve getting the big shot. <laughs> I get we to see Steve next week. That. I'm excited. I haven't seen Steve in like uh, seven years, so it'll be good to see him again. <laughs> It's not been seven years. Feels like it. Yes, I know. Um, Yeah. So um, we will be, of course, in Orlando or Florida, at least, (laughs) whenever uh, Valentine's Day rolls Ah. around. I know, right? That's exciting. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, we haven't spent Valentine's Day there in a few years, but I actually should do it more often because, you know, it's horrible here in February, so... You know, all good, but yes, I know. And Ricky, you're in the home stretch here. You, you have just the big event. Yes, and it will be here before you know. It. And it will definitely be here before I know. Because remember, February is a short month, so it is. it's going to be here even quicker than I <laughs> expect. Yeah, a short month. Yeah, yeah, a very short month. It feels like sometimes. So yes. yeah, it'll be exciting, very exciting, like exciting for the BOGP family. I think so. This is true. It yes. will be exciting. It, it'll be fun. We'll see. <laughs> it it's be. I can't wait to watch from a distance because I could not imagine having a little one anymore. <laughs> it's especially exciting for me. It might. Yeah. Yes. I can't imagine. I cannot even think of. We're like, it. yep. You got this, Ricky. Yep. Yeah, sure you do. <laughs> so let's get to the first. Actually, <laughs> actually, the first question today is not a question. It's a follow-up to the show that Scott and I did on Monday, which was we just kind of talked about stories. We went through old pictures on Google Photos again and told the stories behind the pictures. And I talked about, and I don't know if you guys remember this, Okay, over at Epcot, the, my pictures all came from 2006 and 2007. So this was pre-Mallory. This was when it was just Pam Page and I. And over in Epcot, in the breezeway, in interventions between Mouse Gear and um, yes. Electric Umbrella, as you were heading back to Test Track, every summer they had these gigantic balls that were like fabric on the outside. But I mean, they were huge. And I posted a picture because Paige always wanted one. We never got her one because they were too expensive and they were just obnoxious. But I have like so many pictures of her because we'd have to stop. She'd play with them for like 10 minutes every time we went to Test Track or Ellen's Energy Adventure, whatever it was over in that corner of the park. She always had to play with it. We always took her picture. I didn't know what that was called. However, do you guys remember those balls? I mean, am I? Yes. 100%. They were like kid magnets. Are you kidding me? They were magnets too. Let's be honest. They were pretty awesome. They should have been listed on the, uh, you know, the the guide. They were so cool. I mean, it was it was at least as cool as like some of all thrills, you know. I would say. Yeah. Anyway, Candy comes through this week and she says, "Hey, Mike, the ball you were speaking about on your podcast is the Balzac balloon ball. It was basically a fabric cover over a balloon. I purchased one for my son in the late '90s." We deflated the balloon and packed it in our luggage to come home. You could just reinflate it and tuck it uh, back into the fabric. It looks like they are now making a comeback. And she gave a website. It is www.gobalazic.com. So it's G-O-B-A-L-Z-A-C. Com. I do not get a kickback from selling these things, but just I in case you want. I had no idea they could be deflated. That's well, crazy. I didn't know that they were going to be deflated because Hannah was in fierce negotiations one year uh-huh. to get one to of get those. One? And I was like, no, we're flying. And the woman was very quick to point out 
<laughs> that they can be it. deflated. And I was like, dang it. Stop <laughs> trying you, to. You, shush, lady. Yeah. Stop I trying know. to make a sale. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I told Paige I couldn't either. You know, like that thing can't fit in our car. It's as big as our car because we right. you know, drove back. Oh my gosh. Then. Yeah. I had nightmares about that thing in my house, right? Yes. Like, I mean, if you bring it home, you know, even though you say it's going to have to stay outside, it's coming in the house at some point. Yeah. I got to say, the thing would have been awesome in our backyard because we always like in our old house at that time, like we had so many kids on our street and they were always in our backyard. We always played soccer and kickball. I mean, because, you know, I was a teacher, so I was off all summer back then. I was like the gym teacher every night. We had games in the backyard with Mike. And I mean, we because one time we won this big playground ball at Dave and Buster's. It was, oh you know, it was a playground ball, but it was big. And I used to smoke that thing, and I would literally knock little kids over with it. Like it was, it, it had that thump, and it'd be goosh, just little kids go over like bowling. Why can't I picture this? Like, this and is I not can the least. No, no, I can picture just kids going flying in the air because Mike kicked the ball. In the Mike I, being like, toughen up. That's right. Yep. I, I Brush it off, stand up, move on. I was like, I grew up in the '80s, brother. Get ready. This is how we. This, this is how we're. This is why our generation is. Oh, we're we're hardy. Anyway, next question. Next question oh is hard. from is from Beth. I don't know. You know, we we played jarts and we and we loved it. And we hundred percent. That was a party game when you had a family reunion. Everyone played. It's a miracle we uh, we don't have holes in us. You know, because jarts, man. My great grandparents, man. Every time we went over to their house, it was like. Want to play jarts? I think they're trying to get rid of us. I, you know, they, I think about they're, they knew. They're like, let me just have them play jarts, and maybe one of them will. <laughs> you want to throw, throw these big iron correctly. spikes? Anyway, yeah. uh, Beth has a question. Hey, Mike, Ricky, and Pam, thank you for all that you do. I've been listening for a couple of years, and I have a question for y'all. I am a huge Disney Parks fan, and I've been to Walt Disney World and Disneyland several times as an adult. However, my husband has never been to any of the parks. He didn't watch any Disney movies growing up and thinks Mickey and Minnie are for children. We spent a day at Disney's Alani during our honeymoon this last fall. After seeing how much I enjoyed being there, my husband has agreed to go to Walt Disney World with me. We have a trip Yay. planned for April, and we'll be spending five days there. Here's my question. I know he'll do anything I want while we're at Walt Disney World, but I would love to plan some things that he will enjoy as well. He likes good food, pyrotechnics, and being outdoors. He does not particularly enjoy large crowds. If you could recommend one experience for him in Walt Disney World, what would it be? Bonus question, what's the least crowded place to watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks? Thanks so much. Beth is down in Texas. And she sent a little emoji with the cowboy hat, which I always think is cool. Nice. Um, okay, so my biggest, I, I read this one when it came in a couple of days ago. And my first thing that came to mind was a fireworks cruise. This would be That's perfect. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, it, it checks off every box. It's it's yes. seeing pyrotechnics, fireworks, away from the crowds. You could do this for the Magic Kingdom or Epcot fireworks. Um, so you could do it out on Seven Seas Lagoon. And it's, it's, it feels kind of VIP. You're outside. You could pair that with a good meal at a monorail resort, you know, maybe like a Whispering Canyon. If you want to go a little bit more casual, go over to Geyser Point, or you could go, you know, the go to Kona Cafe or, you know, Grand Floridian Cafe. So many options around there. But I would do dinner and a fireworks cruise would be my suggestion. But let's think outside the box, Pam. Give her some more suggestions so just she has some ideas. I love that, and but I do love the idea of a dessert party too at the Magic Kingdom. 
or um, at um, Epcot, you can also do those dinner with the viewing mm -hmm. locations. But the reason I'm going to suggest is a dessert party is that sort of keeps you out of the crowd. You can go into that small rose garden location if that's the one that you choose to do, or you can have seating to see the Magic Kingdom fireworks as well. Um, the other thing I think in general that's just fun to do is to rent a boat at one of, you True. can rent them at the Magic Kingdom Resorts or over at Fort Wilderness, which is a Magic Kingdom Resort too. I think that that's kind of a cool thing to do. And just being at Fort Wilderness in general, I think is always a really interesting experience. It does get you outdoors. There's some walking paths. You can walk past the cabins. You can walk past the tent areas. That's fun. Um, as another option, they have those wagon rides that you can do in the evening. So I think that's something that's a little out of the box, a little different to try. What about you, Rick? Anything else you could think of? Gosh, you guys have given such good um, options and things that I was totally thinking about myself. Um, so I'm going to suggest something for like a nice meal. Uh, maybe you go to, of course, you know, they're changing up California Grill. It's going to be a prefix menu. Um, which, you know, I'm sure some people are happy about, some people are sad about. So, uh, but that's always an option, you know, California grill around the fireworks time. That way, you know, you can see the fireworks from there. It won't be as crowded. So that could be an option there. Um, you know, if you wanted to go a little bit different, you could go like to Topolino's again, they have a really good, um, view of the fireworks. Now they do they pan pipe in the music there at Topolino or not? I don't think they so. They don't, do they? I don't think they do. No, they don't. Um, no. You just can go. But going outside is really kind of yeah. cool to well, see them. Beth, Beth, Absolutely. Beth is, she says she's a super fan. She probably has it memorized. She could sing well, it Well, yeah, yeah. Them. She can see. Yeah. Um, but they have that really great terrace out at Topolino, too, which is, you know, really nice to just kind of relax um, on as well. So uh, those are a couple options for, like, seeing fireworks, but kind of seeing them out of, you know, the hustle and bustle of everything uh yeah if you're in the magic kingdom i mean and you're wanting to see the fireworks like pam said the, the dessert party is going to be the go-to i think for not being in the crowd so i mean just to be perfectly honest that's the best option uh the only other option i'm going to say is you know do it from like fantasy land or something like that but it's not the same because you're not getting that fantastic view of the castle with the you know the um the projections on it so um, you know, that, that, that will be less people, um, mm -hmm. but it, it won't, you know, you're not going to get the full show if that's what you're looking for. So. What if you time it just right and ride Splash Mountain and go right over? Oh, wait. Oh, oh too Sorry. soon. Too soon. <laughs> my bad. That was, that was the bomb though, back in the day. Oh uh, yeah. Yes, yes. We're here, you know what? Who, if you follow technology, who needs chat GPT when you got our BOGP chat room as we record That's live true. on Facebook and YouTube? Because <laughs> Ashley is Love here it. and she says, since he likes being outdoors, maybe that ropes course tour at Animal Kingdom, which is true. the uh, the, the, wild Africa truck. the wild Africa truck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who doesn't you like do dangling over an alligator pit? There you go. I think uh, they also have the, uh, they brought back the caring for giants yep. or the. I think so. And yeah. the rhinos too. And the rhino one. Yeah. So that's an option as well. So Yeah. Those are good ones. Yep. There you go. Cool. All right. Kevin's got a question here. Hey, BRGP crew. We went last year and drove from the ATL. We only drove to the park one day, the studios, but couldn't remember. Is there a dedicated lane or two for hotel guests, AKA guests who don't have to pay to park at the parks? 
I guess that does make sense to pay to park yeah. at the parks. <laughs> pay to park at the parks. Yeah. I had to think about that for a second. That got me there. If not, I think there should be. I remember we waited about 20 to 25 minutes in line and got in a little later than we wanted. Appreciate any insight and hope you uh, to say hello. If you're ever down there at the world at the same time, best Kevin out in Atlanta. So, Ricky, you drive all the time. I, I don't do. think there is. A, there's not like an express there is lane. Not. Is there? There and actually, be. that does surprise me, you know, to be perfectly honest. Uh, that would be something really simple and easy that Disney could totally uh, add, you know, if you're, but then again, you know, you'd have people who aren't paying attention who will get in the lane, but, uh, you know, if you're a, a, a resort guest or an annual pass holder, you go in, you know, these specific lanes over here and everyone else goes in the other lanes and that would be a great idea. I think that uh, I would I would love to see that personally because <laughs> I'm constantly having to go through the, the, the turnstiles and and having to, uh, you know, and have my annual pass. So it would be a fantastic way to just kind of get through things. So. It would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you'd always have somebody there like, oh, I thought this was the lane for. for uh... Well, that's what I'm saying. You always have the person who's like, oh, I, you know, I, I swear though. Missouri. sometimes when I'm in that line, I want to know what the person in front of me is doing. I like, do take like this inordinate amount of time. Like if you're paying money's ready, right. Give it to her receipt. And go. No. There's like you, conversations. You know you're you, you're going to be paying money. Like, you know that they are going to take money from you at that point. I do agree so. with that. But you got to understand the Midwestern way of life. Like, you got to ask her about how they're doing. How are the grandkids? So, uh, how's the weather back home? Oh, boy, you're, yeah. you're from Kansas City? How about those Chiefs? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do you think about Mahomes? Dude, I just want to get in the park. Like, right, I, right exactly. now, time's ticking. I am not getting yes. my grilled cheese. I'm not getting right my now. breakfast Ronto wrap. And you're worried about no. the high ankle sprain on Patrick Mahomes, which isn't going to matter because I'm a 49ers <laughs> fan and they're not playing. You know, like, there needs right. to be a Cusco. <laughs> yeah, no talkie. talkie. No talkie. No. None. No. no. <laughs> well, he says no touchy, I guess. But well, yeah, it could be true. no talkie. It could no work. Talkie. It could work. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so funny. And like from certain hours, like an hour before until like two hours after park opening. No small talk. Yes. Move no. on. All right. And shout out to our friend Kim, who is a PhotoPass photographer, usually at Epcot, but she's all over Walt Disney World. She takes a lot of pictures for the uh, race events, which you always appreciate. She is going to be taking on the cast member preview of Tron on February 10th. So she'll be going into the grid oh, nice. and giving us a report. Not that I'm jealous. But you're living my dream, this 80 child's dream. So have fun with that. Andrew also has a question here and he's been with us forever. And we've been thinking about him a lot here under our house lately. And we appreciate him so much. He says, how do you think SeaWorld's recent focus on adding big roller coasters affects the Orlando theme park game? I, I think, you know, it's just getting more competitive down there. Don't you think, Pam? I mean, you know, we've got a lot happening over at Universal. Orlando, especially SeaWorld, they're kind of shifting away from the animals to the more thrill park. You know, I think that's just where the, you know, kind of where this, it's a safer bet and where the money is at this point. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think any competition is good. Um, I think it would be hard pressed to put SeaWorld up as competition for the other parks in the area. I'm just going to say, um, I don't think they're nearly as well attended. And, um, you know, they certainly have a draw, but we don't typically, we don't have a ton of people coming to us and saying, I really want to go to SeaWorld. Um, <laughs> Universal Parks and the Disney Parks, they are. But there are some really good, um, you know, things there. I think another 
Legoland is also in the area too. And again, I would put it maybe Legoland and SeaWorld are closer to being, you know, in yeah. that level of park thing. But um, I, I think anytime you're bringing some kind of innovative experience to a park, I think that makes the other parks notice and, and think about what they want to do too. I think there are definitely some things that SeaWorld does really well. Um, and the other parks can always learn from that. But when you're not first or second, you you have to try harder, yeah. I think. It's like that's hurts. what happened. Yeah. It's like hurts. Go ahead, Ricky. What yeah. do you think? Well, you know, it, it, the thing about SeaWorld is, is they are being kind of smart in what they're doing um, because they are tapping into a market that is kind of not very well tapped into in the universe and that the area of Orlando, you know, there aren't a lot of theme, you know, theme parks that, that focus on the coasters. Um, so Universal, it, now that they're shifting their focus, um, you know, they, they've decided, hey, that's the path that we should take. We should build these extreme coasters. And, you know, there are people who are looking for that kind of vacation. So, um, you know, that's why there are so many regional theme parks that are seriously so focused on building the next coaster you know you go at anywhere i know here in georgia we have our six flags you know there's cedar point there's you know dollywood and stuff like that like a lot of them focus on coasters because they know that that does have a big draw and it has its own set of um, enthusiastic um, fans so you know i think that anything is good like pam said anything new is good for the area i'm happy to see you know something come like that and it just draws people in and like she said, makes the competition that much more fun for all of us. So <laughs> I love it. All yeah. right. Next uh, piece of feedback. Uh, it, it's a feedback from the show that Scott and I did with Wade, our good friend up in Nebraska about if we had one question to ask one cast member at Walt Disney World, this is kind of a follow-up. Megan, uh, Meg says, hey, Mike, I just caught up on the episode you did with Scott and Wade about questions you'd want to ask the cast members. I have a pro tip about where you can meet some cast members who have done interesting jobs and get about 10 to 20 minutes to chat with them. The answer is minivans. I have had the pleasure of talking with drivers who were tour guides drove safari vehicles, and were front desks or worked front desks at hotels. They are the nicest people and always have fun stories to share. I know you usually choose a regular lift, but a good story might be worth a few extra dollars. My favorite trip ever was with the safari driver who told us about a badly behaved giraffe. <laughs> That's not good. Thanks for nope. keeping me entertained in my community each week. Uh, Meg is up in Moosip, Connecticut, I guess it is. Moosip. That's where Moose our friend uh, uh, married to Jocelyn should live. Moose. Uh, moose, yeah. Uh, moose. He's, he's a happy moose right now because his <laughs> eagles are in the Super Bowl. Fly eagles yes, for him. Absolutely. He is a happy moose. <laughs> no, I mean, they, that does make sense because I've taken the minivans a few times, never fade, uh, got lucky a few times to ride them. But when they were, before they went, uh, you know, cost a lot. And uh, we got, they just asked us at the airport one day, hey, you want to take a minivan? And I was like, Hey, let's roll. Let's go. And like, it's free. I'm like, oh, hey, now you're sure. talking about language. I like it. That's my yeah. love language. And we got to ride. That is a great point. And it seems like, uh, you know, a lot of those drivers, at least the ones that we did have, were kind of, they, that's exactly what Meg says. They've had very interesting roles within the company before they were minivan drivers. 
Pam, have you ever done a minivan? Have you ever rolled yeah, one of those? Yeah. Do you have the kind of the same experience? We do. We probably do it like once a trip or for, uh, and it's absolutely the same concept. We've had such a wide range of cast members who had different and interesting jobs. It's a really forward facing um, guest centric sort of service. So I, I think that they're really looking for cast members who do, you know, who are comfortable sharing and interacting and, and things like that. Um, and just so very interesting. Like she said, we've, we've just had a wide range of things and there's always like stories and things to tell. So I love that. I love hearing from the cast members. I think that what they do is so interesting and the experiences that they have are so interesting. Plus you always want to hear, you know, just the stories that they take away from. I think pretty much like our job, Mike, that people at the end of my career, I think I have some stories to tell. I'm just going to say <laughs> this. Thing. So, I have a couple. Few. At this point, though, I'm just going to keep them to myself. Yeah. Good, call. Roll. Good call. When does the statute of limitations run out? Yeah, right. I'm not sure. I we will. We will, won't use any real names to protect the innocent. <laughs> ah, yeah, totally. Oh, mercy, mercy! Great, great thoughts, Meg. Okay, uh, that would be a great book, though. You know, uh, like. <laughs> But you know what, if you think about it, though, I mean, that is kind of a unique situation at Walt Disney World. I mean, you are going to get an intimate, you know, setting with a guest for like at least 10 minutes. You know, if you're driving yeah. just from like Oakey West over to, you know, not French Quarter, but like to the contemporary, like you're going to get 10 minutes and, yeah. you know, without talking, it's awkward. And so, well, yes, you, gotta, you know, yes. I, I will say a lot of times in Ubers, though, I just pretend like I'm asleep. Like if I'm going from the airport, because I'm usually tired anyway. And it's just a good time to get like a little 20 minute power nap. And then I'm, you know, because I'm go. getting ready for my vacation. But, right. Yeah, oh, anyway, Ryan's got a question. I'm out of here. He says, which to prioritize ill or first regular? Oh, no, just ILL or first regular LL. So individual lightning lane or lightning lane. Hey, Mike, I'm a longtime listener to the BOGP, but first time question writer because I'll finally be heading back to Walt Disney World this February for the first time since 2018. I have a question for my partner and I on our Hollywood Studios Day of February 15th. We're planning on buying an individual lightning lane for Rise of the Resistance, but also we'll be purchasing Genie Plus because we simply have to do everything at Hollywood Studios. When 7 a.m. rolls around, am I better off buying the individual lightning lane first or prioritizing our first Genie Plus lightning lane selection for the day? Ricky, what say you to this predicament? I think you're better to buy the individual lightning lane first. Agreed. Um, because you never know when that's going to sell out. Um, Genie Plus, at least, you know, you know that they're, that it's going to be okay. You know, you're going to have, um, you're going to have availability for attractions, you know, depending throughout the day. So uh, I still would um, prioritize that individual lightning lane first. Um, and you know, the, the interesting thing about Genie Plus is, is they, they kind of throw you random times. So it's, it's not like it used to be when it was fast pass where they go in order, like they kind of just throw out random times. So, uh, I would make the, the, that my next choice, pick which attraction that you want and then see if it's not the time that you want, see if you can modify it for later, for earlier in the day, which is what I'm assuming you're probably looking for. All right, Pam, any other thoughts? I mean, I, I would do the same thing. i go with the Rise uh, individually. I would too. And, but I also think um, that if I were you, I would have one of you trying for the individual Lightning Lane while the other one that works on the sure. Genie Plus. I wouldn't both try for the individual Lightning Lane um, just because sometimes it impacts the system. And Disney actually says don't 
like to have one person in your party do it. So yep. one of you try for the individual lightning lane, and then the other one can work on the uh, genie plus stuff. Yep, that works too. D does say though she's giving a counterpoint in the in the feedback here. Uh, she went with lightning lane for Slinky Dog Dash first, and then she says Rise has been available lately throughout the morning. So. Mm-hmm. You can see. I mean, this, you know, I, I would probably go with the individual. If that's your priority. Like, I always say yeah. prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. What would you be the most disappointed Dis- in not experiencing? And yeah. that's priority one. You know, that's Or do Slinky Dog in the regular line. You can always Correct. do the standby. I, I mean, yeah, so. you can also always do Rise in the regular standby, too, if you had to. So, But I would still prioritize Rise first. That's yeah. just me. Good so. point. All right, Lee's got a question. Hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Scott. First of all, let me just say how amazing all your podcasts are and how much I love listening to them every week. Thank you so much. My family and I will be visiting Walt Disney World from London, UK for the first two weeks of April. My elderly parents, who are both 78 but fairly mobile, will be traveling with us. However, I wanted to ask your opinions on whether certain rides would be too rough or jerky for them or would throw them around too much. The rides in question are... Rise of the Resistance, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Also, with the recent great news about Tron opening on the 4th of April, do you think it'll be only cast members and annual pass holders who'll get to ride initially? If so, what are the chances of the ride being open to all other guests before the 15th of April, our return date? Many thanks in advance for any help you can provide on these. Best wishes and have a magical day. Lee over in London. Well, first of all, it opens on April 4th, so you should so be you're able good. to ride. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but keep in mind, there are only two ways you can ride it. So you can only ride it with the purchase of individual Lightning Lane or with the virtual queue. So just know that going forward, you have to prioritize. If you really want to make sure you ride it, then I would go individual Lightning Lane first option because that's going to be a hard one to get, you know, when you have to make a choice at that point. So, uh, you know, whether you do individual lightning lane or, uh, try for the virtual queue, just, you know, the virtual queue is going to go like that. Yep. No standby. Individual lightning lane will go like that too, but you know, just virtual queue is, I mean, it's going to be seconds. So, you know, so let's think about this. 78 year old parents, fairly mobile, Rise the Resistance, Guardians of the Galaxy. Rise doesn't really have a jerky part, except for, not a spoiler, but there is a part where it drops. And but it's, it's not, not a big, a big drop, drop either. It, but it's, really no, it's not, not a big drop. And I think if you know it's coming, you can kind of brace yourself. You just kind of, you don't yeah. spoil it, but it's like, you know, towards the end there, you're going to you're gonna do a little do a little dip. You know, yeah. I, I, would, I would say you're okay on that. I think so, too. I mean, there's a lot of back and forth and moving like this, but you're fairly like safe and cushioned in that little True. ride vehicle like and it's i feel very like snug you know yeah. what i mean like i sort of feel like i like snug down in that vehicle for some reason um it feels much more like secure to me than even like dinosaur or something like yeah. that i don't know why the sides come up higher too i think too with that so i wouldn't feel i would feel like rise was fine but then the question yeah. is guardians it's just the motion sickness yeah, issue, and, and it just really because um, it's smooth as butter. I mean, for for a coaster, it is smooth as butter. But it is fast. Lots, I mean, you're, it, you're it, like, moving a lot. lot of people. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. With that, um, so I think that that's the thing to consider. I think even people who didn't anticipate it being an issue, right, that guardians can be an issue. Um, so. Good point. Something to think about. 
Rocket Raccoon rocked my world a little bit. Got me a little um, spun uh, around. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <Yes. laughs> just saying. Date with the trash can. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> but I knew. Because again, when I was down there, we could have ridden that thing all we wanted for six yeah. hours. Like, check please, one time, good. I'm done. I'm not I, I I've learned my limits. You know, back yeah. you know, twenty two year old Mike would have been trash can for real. And yeah. I've been right. like idiot. Idiot. You came a thousand <laughs> miles to be hanging over a trash can? No. Nope. I know when Mission Space opened when I went to that event. I oh. rode it three times in a row. And that How? was before. I just did it. It what it didn't impact me as much as Oh it did my now. gosh. I literally rode it three times in a row. Um, you know, me and Gary Sinise was were like best friends at that point. What you he rode you me. rode with Gary Sinise? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he warned me again and again that if not I, to ride it if you had if I were afraid of small and enclosed spaces that I may wow. not like this ride. That's impressive no, that you wrote it three I did. times. I did. Um oh and then, you know, I've gotten older. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I have, but apparently something in my inner ear does. Yeah. So. It, it, youth is wasted on the young. It stinks. A hundred percent. It's terrible. Uh, and Len says uh, he can do rise. No problems. Like he's like, he, no guardians. Forget it. Like I've, I've got it with him. I, mean, I, you know, I told Scott, like I'll do it once. Like, you know, if we're down there at the same time, I'll do it once. Like we'll be there for princess. Yeah. But I mean, I just, I, I know my limits. That'd be it. Like I'll do it once, but I'm going to be, you know, probably take a pill or something before it. I'm not no dummy here. Okay. Katie's got a question. Hey, BOGP crew. My husband and I have one park day in February. We're park hopping between Hollywood studios and Epcot. We're going to start our day at the studios. We're hoping to get individual lightning lanes for rise cosmic rewind in an early genie plus time for slinky dog. How should I attack this at seven o'clock AM? Which do I try for first? Kind of like the last question. Yeah, exactly. Do we both try to log into the same My Disney Experience account or do we and do them at the same time? Will that make the app crash? <laughs> Anything can make the app crash. Uh, yeah, any true. chance we actually can get all three? Any insight would be awesome. Katie's up in the mitten up in Michigan. So Pam, walk us through. So they're trying to get Rise Cosmic Rewind and uh, they're trying to get an early Slinky Dog if possible. What do you think? So I would not both log into the same My Disney Experience account. As long as you are linked your My Disney Experience account through friends and family, you can see all those people in your account. You can be signed into your own My Disney Experience account and you can make either Lightning Lane or um, Genie Plus you can make individual lightning lane or genie plus lightning lane reservations for everyone that you're linked to and is in the park has that park ticket a reservation in that park so there's no need to be logged in the same one log into your each into your own i think it does work better um and then i would go from from that point to your so you're looking at rise and slinky dog are in the same park so you're going to try to hopefully get those in the morning and then um, you're gonna do Guardians later. Are you planning on doing it at the one o'clock? Like you're gonna try for Lightning Lane or well, like individual Lightning Lane? At one, they wouldn't be in the park. You can't park hop yet until two. And no, but the oh, the Rise or the Guardians queue opens at one. But in the park. That's right. Yeah. So I would probably, if it was me, I would have one of you try individual lightning lane for Rise, one of you try for individual lightning lane for 
guardians. guardians. Now, keep in mind, sometimes when you do that, you may get an early time for guardians, but Disney's usually pretty good at working with people. And, you know, if for some reason you miss your lightning lane time for guardians, they, they will usually let you in. I mean, for the most part, you paid for it, so they'll let you in more likely. Um, and then I would try for Slinky Dog after I got the individual lightning lanes for the other two. That's about That's the only way you can. I mean, it's the only way you can yeah. go after Cosmic and, and, and again, like I said to the other about the other question, I, you get your time, and you never kind of know. It's not like it used to be. Like I said, with with Fast Pass, so you get whatever like time they show you, and then you can modify it from there. Mm -hmm. So I would then try to modify it if it wasn't at a time that you thought was gonna work. So. Um, that's the best I can say. Or you wait in line uh, for Slinky. You know, there's that option as well. So good old lines, just like yep. the 1980s again. Makes you hearty. Yep. Okay. Last question of the day is from Stephanie. Hey, Mike and crew, I have a question for you, please. We are traveling to Walt Disney World from the UK in February. This is the UK show. I love that yeah. people listen to us in the UK. <laughs> that just blows my mind. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're not going into the parks this trip. But we're hoping to see the fireworks from the Polynesian on the Saturday of President's Holiday. Not sure if that is the right terminology, she says. Yeah, President's Day weekend is what we call yeah. it. I heard you say that they sometimes limit the beach to guests only on some holidays. Do you think they will for that holiday? If so, where else will we should we see the Magic Kingdom fireworks, please? Thank you so much, Steph. Okay, so here's the solution to get around this. Get an ADR. It... it Kona Cafe, Ohana. You could get one at Grand Floridian Cafe. That's an easier one to secure, and it's a great meal. And you can see the fireworks almost just as well from right outside of Gasparilla's, which is yeah. right kind of by Grand Floridian Cafe mm -hmm. at the Grand Flow. That's a great meal and a great way, place to see the fireworks. You could also do it at the Contemporary. You could do uh, California Grill. You could do Steakhouse 71. Uh, Pam, I mean, any other suggestions? Because you know, they're not going to the parks. And I mean, it is, people do want to see the fireworks and you have a legitimate reason to be there if you have an ADR. Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't know that they've been closing them on President's Day weekend, but it's hard to know. Like Disney has become more strict about parking, especially lately yeah. um, there. And I know you're not parking there, but I'm just, uh, I'm speaking to that because when they're more um, strict about parking, they're more strict about just people in general being at the resorts and they can choose to do that anytime they want to. Right. So um, I would absolutely get an ADR. Um, but yeah, you can see it from, I honestly feel, and I hate to even say this, but I feel like the view from Grand Floridian is almost a little better than at the mm -hmm. Polynesian. Um, it feels more close. It's closer now, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I always go to Gasparilla. You can also, also look like from the beach over there too. That That's a location. Maybe not better because you don't have the castle there, but the castle's pretty small when you're saying on the Polynesian beach. Like, it's it tiny. Yeah. It's teeny tiny. So do that. Um, and also the fourth floor sort of overlook there at the Contemporary, I think, is a great spot, too. But I'm guessing you're probably going to want to be there a little early because it'll probably be busy. Yeah, that weekend is, I mean, even though it's, you, you know, we think of it as kind of a minor holiday in the United mm -hmm. States, but it is a yeah. busy holiday at Walt Disney World. People just want to sure. get down to Florida. So be ready. All right. Well, hey, that's going to do it for today's show. 
Today we were recording with some, we had some computer issues. We had all kinds of issues here in the studio. So if it sounds a little bit wonky today, I do apologize for that. It might be the same on Friday. We're trying to get through these shows because I'm heading out of town. I'm going down to watch my daughter's basketball team in Springfield this weekend. Go Flames, go UIC, University of Illinois, Chicago, beat the Lady Bears down in uh, Springfield. And then uh, hopefully heading to Walt Disney World next week. And I have a lot of information and uh, pictures and videos from Walt Disney World for that. So, uh, yeah, trying to get, you know, a bajillion podcasts in, of course, in like 48 hours. So never want to miss a show. And of course, that's when the computer crashes. Never, yeah. never fails. Never fails. So doing the best I can here. So hopefully you got a good show to listen to today and we've entertained you. And maybe you learned something today. Who knows? You probably didn't, but because I'm sure you know all this, you're Disney expert, but we're all in this together. We're helping each other out. Don't forget our show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now. So if you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip, get a free uh, Disney dining uh, card there with a lot of packages for this spring and summer down at Walt Disney World. Also, there's some killer room offers for spring and summer as well. You want to you want to ever stay at a deluxe resort? Now's the time. Check out all the details over at the website, themagicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. The one extra click supports everything we do. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. You allow us to put these shows out three, four, five times a week. It's because of you. And our patrons get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast give pam a follow on the social media she's at tmflt pam ricky's at ricky nibs r-i-k-k-i-n-i-b-s and i'm at br guest mike check us all out on instagram and twitter and of course we'll have a live call-in show this sunday night seven o'clock eastern six o'clock central you can call us and we'll talk about all the disney topics that are on your mind we turn the show over to you all right we're going to be back again on friday with another fun topic this topic we're going to talk about on Friday, I think you'll enjoy this one. When you're looking for blank at Walt Disney World, and we're going to put something in that blank, you know, adventure, romance, I don't know. We'll think of some other words to throw in there. We're going to give, it could be an attraction. It could be a resort. It could be a restaurant. It could be a souvenir. It could be anything. So we're going to get that, and then we're going to continue that game on social media with you guys, that conversation, and also on Sunday night on the live call-in show. So I know you're like waiting. You're like, oh my gosh, I got to wait 48 hours for that show to come out. I know it's going to be rough, but we'll, we'll, we're all in this together. We'll make it through. All right. So for Pam and Ricky, I'm Mike wishing you a great Wednesday as always. Thank you so very much for downloading our show and hanging out with us. We appreciate it so very much. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.